Oh, Danny boy, Danny boy, my friend, my foe, my... How are you, my, my sir? Good, my friend, assuming you're well. No, I, I get it. You like Donda. I, get, I don't <laughs> give a fuck, honestly. I honestly don't care. But, nah, nah, but the first track is an absolute <laughs> masterclass. Okay, you know, you're listening to Donda on a bit of a surface level. When he says Donda 400 times on the first track, you don't understand, like, what's going on there with that. Is it out on vinyl? <laughs> You would get it on vinyl. I, I don't listen to, listen to anything. I don't listen to any music anymore, not on vinyl. Yeah. I would never listen you to You need it through the record. grooves. No. Yeah, but he's, he's an artist. He's an artist, Kanye. He says things. He's, he's, a, he's way above the future than um, than you and I. Well, you. I, I'm on his level. I'm more of a Drake fan. Yeah, I'm more of a, I'm more of a Justin Timberlake fan. Oh, you would be as well. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. I've met him. I'm mates with him, actually. <laughs> no, you're yes, not you mates. you know I am. Me, Kid Rock, oh. and Justin Timberlake. We were in Nashville once. We, actually have a, we rocked out. We actually have a bit to get into tonight. because It's been a very hard week for me with just so many mates playing finals. <laughs> do you know how hard it is? With just so many mates playing for Like, it's actually like, where do I, who do I support? How do I support them? I've got like 44 mates on each team pretty yeah. much. Yeah, every game, they're all your mates playing against each other. <sighs> well, let's let's talk about it. No, let's get into let's it. Let's get into it. Buckley kicked one from 50 last week. He's missed the start. He's celebrating. He's celebrating a point. Jackie Chan returns. Oh, Danny boy, Danny boy, what a week it is. Be just the the days just go from oh. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday. What is it these days? Mate, I don't bloody know. I couldn't even tell you what day it is, mate. All I know is that the days they go on for the bloody years. It feels like, but we're here again. Well, hey, listen, number one podcast in your ears. We're not in your eyes because we know what's happening with YouTube. Obviously, we're not on there. So we're so happy we're in your ears. We're loving being here. We're not loving lockdown. In your lockdown. ears, we bring you to tears. We do bring tears, but thank you for putting us in your ears. We're having a great time here. Let's clog us PTYLTD. The train keeps we're rolling on. We're in your on. ears. Let's say cheers. A lot of, um, hey, big O to everyone out there just ripping some big oh, come ons out there on the weekend. Oh, they're loving. Oh, oh, oh. So, <laughs> I, like, I like saying it when you don't even know what you go. Oh, oh, oh. It's always funny without saying, oh, come on, it's going, oh, 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 didn't we have someone from the weekend? I think we had a message here, which uh, was from Jake Jackson, who could be a fake name, not sure, like it though. It's very Jake Jackson, very cool, very sounds like a country singer. Yeah, it does. Love it. Uh, Mr. Mike said, G'day lads, assuming you're well. Thank you, Jake. I've just attended a 25th birthday. Happy birthday to whoever that was. I know not much to celebrate. Well, mm. celebrate your life. It's mm. it's good. You're a good good man. However, the other side of the party, I heard a man yell, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> We've now connected and spent an hour, solid hour bonding over show quotes and located an absolute piss hand amongst the crowd. Oh, God. Congratulations on the elite company you've created, and I hope you both continue to set the tone in the podcasting industry. Much love, Jake Jackson. That was... Can you imagine just two blokes meeting each other at a party, just going, oh, oh, oh. I imagine just that story of friendship. Had you two meet? Oh, well, he he just ripped a massive oh, horn from across the room, and ever since then, I knew he was a good bloke. That's great. It's good that we can bring people together. And, and like we always say, if you're at home on the weekend, Obviously, if you're in lockdown right now, grab yourself a bloke at a bar, just sit down and and give yourself a massive ah oh, 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 and just enjoy oh, 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 your time. Sometimes you got to, yeah. Sometimes you got to because you know what? You only get one shot, one opportunity. And sometimes when you're in the moment, you don't want to let it slip. Same him. I don't know. <laughs> Someone. I'm not sure who bloke. it is. However, some bloke just ripped a massive. Oh, come on! 
across the room with no context at a party. Uh, just hoping someone picks it <laughs> it's up. Pray a list clock is here. Great. Drop like, that. It's bomb. like a list clock calling, like in a wild. You know how they like little um, you do duck noises to bring out the ducks. The list clock is one is just going oh, oh, and just pray <laughs> someone comes out. Oh, geez, big week, big week. Hey, let's recap last week though. We obviously had Sammy Menengola on, who is an absolute star. He loved the show. We're going to be getting more guests on the show as well. The boys are absolutely keen as mm. beans to get on the show. But look, let's not harp on it. We do want to get on studio. We've got a new couch that the boys are going to be on as well, which mm. is exciting. Boys and girls, whoever wants to come in, which is very, very exciting. Yeah. And we'll recap the tips from last week as well oh. and see who's winning because – um. Yeah, well, let's just get to that later, I think, yeah. which is it's interesting. Lockie Henderson, Liz Clogger of the Week. We also had some great priority picks out there. Got a lot of messages from everyone. Priority picks? That was, no, got a lot of messages from everyone about Vanished, hosted by Payne Lindsay last week. And, Dan, I've actually got a message here from someone, and I thought I'd wait to share this with you on air. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of messages about priority picking, how nice it is that we can all grab our pillows yeah. at the end of the episode yeah. and just have a good nap because it's exhausting. Sometimes no, at the end of yeah. a List Cloggers episode, you're like, wow, I'm so puffed out from all that GMZ mm-hmm. news. I'm so excited. Like, I've just I've been yep. provided so much information. I'm exhausted. And now I get a five-minute rest at the end before they wrap up. And it's just awesome that we can do that or you can do that for them. This one's from Jack Lindsay. And Jack said, great priority pick this week, mate. Absolutely loved it. XXX. Thank you for those Xs. Block out Goz's hate and tell him to go back to his Lego set. Bloke gets lucky with one GMZ story and thinks he's on cloud nine. Anyone over the age of 14 understands the true beauty of priority pick. Get back to your Lego. So just wanted to say a big shout out to Jack and all the other million people that are messaging me that. Um, I really do appreciate it because sometimes yeah. it is hard dealing with some you know Lego players and, and whatnot, but I will never stop giving the people what they want no. and, um, and uh, we'll, we'll keep tracking. Yeah, no, I need that feedback. Thank you. What was his name? Jack? Look. Jack, Jack, Jack thanks, there. Jack. And I'm, I'm just happy that you were able to find where this um, episode or series was located because people had trouble finding iView. I know sometimes you suggest things that are on 10 play and that's hard enough to try and cipher through all the stuff on there. So it's good that some some people are able to find these shows. It's good that they're actually awake listening to it by then. So it's good to see that you have at least one fan out there, which is awesome. Well, I've had that many people message me, tell them that um, I'm having to pick up the bills for their insomnia and uh, I'm the reason that they're falling asleep and going into hibernation <laughs> lately that it's uh, it's starting to play on my mind. So I do apologise to those uh, people. Now, chit-chat. We love setting the tone and, no, and yeah. the tone has been set from lots of people throughout 2021. You know, it continues to be set no matter what happens, no matter what life throws at us, the tone will always be set. The mm-hmm. tone cannot be set. It's set. The switch is on and it will always be on. Now, Marcus Zipf. Zipfy. Marcus Zipf. Now, it's Z-I-P-F. It's a great name. I'm not sure I'm not sure if that's exactly how you pronounce it, but mm, Marcus Zipf, it. Um, Zipfy is sent in a message. Now, context. He sent in something here, Dan. I'm not sure what's happened here. I think you've had some comments with him. You, you take it from here, please. Yeah, look, I've seen him and, like you said, love him how he set the tone here. So context with this. He says, I've have, I have a broken sternum and I'm the tallest bloke in the team. We played in a semi-final against a team that I kicked four against last game, so they planned to stop me. Great confidence. Due to the injury, he didn't play. However, <laughs> they had a spare bench spot, so he wore the full playing kit in the warm-up to make the opposition defense shit their pants. They went on. 
Then he went on when the game started, sat on the bench the whole time, getting around the boys. To, to, to make them nervous, he also ran out with the team at halftime doing the warm-up. So that is great. I love I love how after the first 15 minutes, the other team would have been like, nah, like he's not coming on, obviously. He's got a warm-up jacket on, but he still does the halftime warm-up just to, just to make them nervous again. How how good is Marcus that he's literally scaring the absolute shit out of another team by just coming on and doing the warm-up at halftime? Like, he must be absolutely setting the tone. Absolute fear into the opposition players by just not playing, just threatening that he could play, but never, ever goes out Is he there, the Ruckman? So, I don't know. He's, he's the tallest bloke out there, so he might be a Ruckman that's gone forward or he's a full forward that just... Kicks absolute bags of goals. So that could be a great use, you know, if the AFL is looking on a way to set the tone in the grand final with the many sub rule, you get someone who's an enforcer, maybe even a list clogger. They can't play that well, but they, they just know like the other team might be looking and they don't want that guy coming on the field potentially. It's also, Dan, like the one when we were running around at Preston City over at 10 a.m. when, you know, in, in footy, like this is the funniest thing I look back in footy that is just the biggest joke in the world. But for some reason, it's just the most egotistical thing is when you you, you seriously think your team's going to win if in the warm-up when your teams are running around the squares pre-game and you're like, don't fucking move, boys. Don't fucking move. Hold your ground. <laughs> yep. Yep. They flinched. We're winning. Yep. They flinched. <laughs> The best thing is where you can be like bottom of the ladder and you go out full up and you go, let them know we're here, boys. Let them know we're here and just try and be louder. But then you we're still not moving. Get we're not moving. <laughs> no, nah, we're not moving. We're going straight through them. Straight just through them. So they, just, they just move straight to the side. They come out and kick the first seven. You go, okay, sorry about that. Yeah, but fuck, we were loud in the warm up. They really knew we were here. We're here to get absolutely pants. <laughs> Oh, so good. That is Love setting that. the tone. Loud in the warm-up and do not, do not move off the square. No. Remember the old, <laughs> you might run past and brush shoulders and someone, yeah, no, we're on today, boys, we're on. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Moving on from that because we, uh, we we absolutely love it. But Jay Paul, our mate. Now, we're oh. big in the US and it would be remiss of us not to touch on Jay Paul because he was mm. in contact with us pre-show just about this sort of stuff. We're going to get him on, but we... Decided not to. I'm more of a. Are you a Logan Paul or a Jake Paul guy? I'm. I'm a bit more Logan Paul. I like Logan Paul. Uh, I'm warming to Logan. I hate Jake. I'm not a big yeah, fan right. of Jake. I'm warming to Logan. You got to admit warming. it though. They're not businessmen. They are a business man. Man. Yeah, they are. Man. They're very smart. They're entertainers. They're promoters. But he's Jake Paul's. He's got to stop cherry picking his opponents. I mean, he's just picked a 44 mm. year old Tyrone Woodley, who has never had a pro boxing fight in his life. So I've got I've got issues with Jake Paul. I want to fight him. Put me in there with are him. Are you Are you calling him out? I'm calling him out. Jake Paul versus wow. Daniel Grange. Set it up, Jake Paul. I don't reckon I wouldn't get knocked out. That's massive. for sure. I wouldn't get knocked out by Jake Paul. I reckon I could. I'd not, I could knock Jake Paul out. But I don't like. He's got to fight someone real. Fight someone who's actually been yeah. in boxing matches. So just to give context on this, Jake Paul and Logan Paul are like the two most famous brothers in the US. They're YouTubers. They've just absolutely exploded. Logan Paul fought Floyd, 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 Floyd Mayweather um, a couple months ago, made you know millions and millions of dollars. He buys uh, – he's massively into NFTs at the moment. Have you heard of what NFTs are? They're like digital uh, currency that like – it's crazy. Yeah. Like we've got to make a list clock as NFT one day. But mm. his brother Jake Paul, who's a bit more of a hothead, he's gotten into his boxing now. He's all over it. And basically, from my understanding, he's fighting fighters that have never fought boxing before, but he's actually going quite well. And with this new Tyrone fight, apparently if they do a rematch, he has to get a 
tattoo saying, I love Jake Paul. Anyway, hey, in other international sport, you know I love the world game. You know that. You, you know, know I you, love the yeah. world game. You don't have any mates, though, in the world yeah, game. I do. I do. I've got a few mates there. Uh, this guy is not one of them, though, but bloody hell, I'd love to be. Now, I looked this up this week to confirm <laughs> the truth of this, to be honest. <laughs> I looked it up just to make sure that this was actually true. Cristiano Ronaldo, 36 years old, returns to Manchester United, not the Beijing Space Flies. <laughs> he left there in 2009 to go to Real Madrid, where he originally rose to fame. I knew that. Mm. And now he actually also went to Juventus. I yep. know that. I'm not silly. And now he's going back to Manchester United. That is – look, I love EPL. I get it. I don't watch it religiously because I can't stay up at night because I get mm. very tired. But <laughs> I would watch this and I'm thinking about jumping on board Manchester United now. Do you have a soccer team or not? Except for Well, City? I was actually I was actually going for Man City yeah. a while ago. And then mm. I sort of lost track, but now I think I might go for them. What do you reckon? Yeah, that's that's. Oh man. no! You, yeah, oh, let me guess, man. Let me guess, man. No, I know who you go for, man. Who? When you uh, you go for Liverpool, don't you? Yeah. No, because your dad. <laughs> yeah. No, you go for Liverpool. No, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. Your dad was the English, and you've got family over there. No, it's not no, just because they're the would, best fucking team in the world. You definitely go for Liverpool. I would never go for them. I'm Millwall through and through. Ever oh, since I watched you that watch- movie once. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that's, that's why, because what's that movie called? Oh, oh I watched it, it the other day. Green, Green Street, Street Hooligans. Hooligans. I watched that the I, other day. Yeah, I see myself in them. I'm a Green Street Hooligan, and I will die with Millwall. Support I'm Millwall, and I'll die with them. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in that. <laughs> yeah, in Millwall's that. the other team, you idiot, isn't it? Who's the other team? Who's the other team? West Ham. Yeah, I go for Millwall. I love Millwall. You idiot. West Ham is their team, and Millwall is a team they fight. Oh, mate, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Millwall, West Ham, same shit. Same both. Both terrible football teams. I go for them. It's pretty big, though, isn't it, Ronaldo, going back to Man's, Man United? That'd be um, like Imagine living over in the UK and going to watch those games. He's 36 years old. Surely he's not getting a full gig. Soccer's different, though, I think. Like, you can play it all a lot later over there with that. It's not like, you know, it's not much contact. He's still like it's, – it's all about your skill. And your brain. Yeah, he kind of has to. I wouldn't imagine he's going there cheaply, so he'd kind of have to play every game, wouldn't he? I wonder how much money they're having. Oh, he does. He doesn't. He he could really just put the cue in the rack now, but good on him. I like that. I'm um, looking up something up. Mm. Ronaldo. Manchester City United have reached an agreement with Juventus to re-sign Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Juventus reportedly received 15 million euros. Mm. So that's 12.8 million pound it's plus 8 change. million in add-ons for Ronaldo, yeah. who is set to sign a two-year contract with United after personal terms are finalised. Okay, that's pretty big. But the one thing I was going to say with the Juventus thing was when he signed with Juventus, apparently mm. that just how big it was that they made so much money back off those jersey sales the first day that he went there that it was nearly worth Juventus doing it in the first place. Yeah, that's – I'm pretty flat. Millwall didn't make a play for him. <laughs> we should have gone after him, really. <laughs> oh, we, we didn't want him actually at Millwall. He doesn't fit the culture. We're all about we're all about coming 17th, 18th, and then just beating the shit out of the opposition. Okay, that's what we live for at Millwall. I will go. I will never, ever accept anything less than going down two 0 and just beating the fuck out of the other team. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's why I love them. <laughs> hey, you might win the game, but you won't win the fight. I tell you that much. <laughs> Get behind. Give this clock. There's any Millwall fans out there? Let me know, and we can just stay up all night and watch, watch, watch us go to absolute town on some other team. Is there a Millwall equivalent of, of the AFL at the moment? Not really. Remember when the Kangas started like beating up teams last year? Yeah, that was kind yeah. of Millwall, but 
Yeah. Nah, there's no Millwall, mate. We're a unique beast at Millwall. No one compares to us. So go Millwall. Just start supporting them then, which is good. Hey, uh, the reason we asked this is Ronaldo's brand's probably one of the biggest brands in the world. Okay. It's it's a very well known brand. It's got lucrative deals everywhere. Who would be the one player you would say could have their own brand in the mm. AFL that people would actually go, yeah, now you're sweet? Oh, jeez. That's a good question. Well, we got your obvious ones, your Dusty Martins. Yep. You got your Christian Pataka, your CP, what number is he? Five? CP fives. Um, who else is out there? Oh, you got your Mark Pitnett. Who's like Buddy Franklin? No, no one would get their own brand. Remember, I tried to – Um, oh, <laughs> I thought – I always thought I was going to be like cut with this same of same elk here when you talk about people having their own deals and their own brands. In my second year, Concave came to me um, and <laughs> thought I was going to be the next big thing and offered me this this deal thinking like, oh, he's going to be a superstar next, buddy Franklin, let's give him a Concave deal. And I was like, what are you doing, Concave? Like, do not do that. <laughs> Plus the fact they had like a massive wedge in their boot. And you're like, I'll never forget that. With the ball. I'll never forget that. They had a massive, like, what it is now, now it's just like a little piece of plastic. It wouldn't even have any effect on it. And they actually look like very cool boots. But back in the day, it used to literally be like a, what you'd put as a doorstop under a door <laughs> used to be on your on your boot. Like, if yeah. you just misplaced to kick that. Like, if I'm Stephen off halfback, I'm really going to even hit my boot rather than that little ramp on the, the boot. Like, it was so dangerous to have that on the shoe. Um, but yeah. apparently it was meant to just... I don't know what it was meant to do. Oh, well, ruin careers. Because I'm out here just, did. you know, I'm trying to have a shot from 60 and it's just going at right angles off my boot because there's a massive wedge on my foot. It's like when you lose your, your wedge on the 17th. Oh, you, know? you can't be doing that. You know <laughs> what's funny though right foot. with people though, they think that like AFL players get boot deals and like they get boots and they get as much as they want. Mm. In my couple last years at the Giants, I was literally just buying my own boots. I couldn't even get a <laughs> pair. Like I, I couldn't even get a free pair off a brand. That's how yeah. well I was going. <laughs> I was going, bro. I was going to DFO, like the DFO Puma, and buying like Puma Kings yeah. for like fifty bucks out of the bargain bin because they didn't even <laughs> yeah. sell them in the real stores. Like I, I just wanted a good pair of leather boots, and these were like the good ones that I wanted. I yeah. was going to Puma and buying bulk Puma King mm. leathers, and you'd literally wear them for like three weeks, and they'd start falling apart. That's why I needed so many. Yeah, I was doing the same. First at the Suns, couldn't get a Nike deal to save myself. Everyone else had one. <laughs> Like, where's, where's my oh, top 10 pick? Where's my Nike deal? So I went down to DFO there, picked myself out some nice Reeboks, yeah, and then, <laughs> then realised no one else is wearing Reeboks here. So eventually got a, got a deal over the line there. I could get two free boots a year. That was, mate, it was like Christmas when they came. <laughs> I mean, oh, who's a guy with two boots in his locker? You know, all the big dogs would have massive packages in their locker, yeah. and you'd have absolute scraps. Just fighting, just hoping so someone good. else doesn't want their merch. You should have seen me sniff around Josh Kelly's locker when a big boot bag would come to his. We were the same size. Anything he didn't want, I was like, oh, yeah, I reckon I can. No, man, I reckon I could wear that. <laughs> you know what? Like, I reckon I, I can wear those. I want them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have them. I'll have them. I'm like, nah, man, they're not, they're not that cool. I wouldn't wear those. Oh, you don't want them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you could have them. <laughs> oh, you're going to wear those, are you? Oh, interesting. Fair enough. Oh, basketball again. Weird. Quick basketball news. Yes. Lakers, yes. my team, and they're not the Beijing Space Flyers, so you might not be that interested. But Rondo mm-hmm. is joining the Lakers, and mate, they are just—they're like the Geelong of the uh, of the NBA, just signing up veterans left, right, and center. They've got Carmelo, they've got LeBron, they've got Westbrook, they've got Rajon Rondo. Now they've got Dwight, Trevor Ariza. If you're over forty-one, go there. And try and win yourself a ring. Mm. Unless it's got anything to do with Andrew Gaze, the Melbourne Tigers, or the NBL, I honestly don't give a fuck. 
All the Beijing space flies. Let's say you're not going to watch any Lakers this year. No, it's fair to say I'm not. What do I you do want to get into something though. You should. Why aren't you in the NFL yet? Oh, it's just so long. I don't get it. I don't understand the rules. I don't understand like basketball. I don't like. I, I honestly don't get me wrong. Basketball highlights are cool, right? You go, you see mm. someone dunk, but when they do it for forty minutes on repeat, you just like, <laughs> what the hell is? You know, this is like. I'm sort of over it. And yeah. then also the basketball only gets good in the last like five minutes that ends up going for an hour anyway. So you don't even need to watch the whole game. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I feel the same about, I can watch NBA. I'm not massive on the NBL. Just doesn't really do it for me. I need the dunks, you know? I'm so excited. So. I'm so excited for Josh Giddy. I really wish that we made friends with him before he made it so famous because it's going to be really hard now. Yeah, I'm mates with him on TikTok. No, you're not. Oh, I wish I wasn't made that up. Um, oh, let's talk about some footy. That's why they come here. Talk about footy. Um, ta- oh, take your GWS colours off. Take your nappy off. Take your GWS dummy out. Let's talk about the Giants and Toby Green. What's going to happen? Well, you say knows- what you said to me today. If you're in front of me, I would have put one right on your chin. <laughs> I said he's getting six minimum. There's no way he's going to get six weeks. Mate, you can't do that. You think you actually think you can yeah. just hip and shoulder an umpire? Look, I don't know. I want him to play because he's good for finals, good for footy, but you can't do that. It's not It's not good for the kids running around local footy, the Oz kickers, local footy players. you got to look after the umps. So we'll see what happens. Watch this space, I guess. How good was the game on the weekend, though? We'll get to that. Hey, Ed Langdon comments on Ross Lyon. Ooh, we love mm. a bit of... We love a bit of a back and foe, don't we, about this. Uh, if anyone had said Ed Landon was talking about his former coach, Ross, he said, I've come from five years of Ross Lyon method. So it's absolutely nice change to have someone as cool, calm and collected as Goody. I don't think I've heard him raise his voice since he's been at the club. Basically just said as well that, you know, you're in a meeting with Ross and if you don't look him in the eye, you get sprayed. He probably didn't mean what he was saying and, and whatnot, but apparently he sent Ross a, a message two years later. It was taken out of context. They're all good. But <laughs> as, a, years, as a Carlton, two hours. two hours later, if I'm a Carlton supporter, which I am, I nearly want a coach that the players are scared of. I think that's done him some justice and actually cemented his name even further. Yeah. I've got – it's it's it's. I'm getting a bit of um, – PTSD from this because it's given me shades of Rocket Aid going to the Suns and yeah. that's what they thought they needed and then you know being called a, a tall surfer fuck when you don't surf is not what players need you know like when when you're getting sprayed about things that you don't do halfway through a game about something that you've never done before that has nothing to do with the game of footy like I didn't surf Rocket so I don't know why you're calling me a tall surfer fuck it's the third quarter like I'm so sorry I missed a kick stop fucking picking on me Rocket you know <laughs> You don't need that as a player, so I'm fearful for the Blues. Yeah, that, that's another option, and that's why we love getting different contexts of here. You've just mm. given me an insight that I, I wouldn't have seen. That it, yeah. yeah, I don't know. If, if you have to put your money on it now, who coaches them? Brad Scott. <laughs> really? Brad, yeah, Brad Scott. I thought Brad I said Scott Chris is, Scott then. Brad Scott. Mm. Brad Scott's Brad coaching Scott the Blues, will. you reckon? Yeah. Oh, oh, well, we'll talk about later in the next you know segment, GMZ, where I was wrong, but oh, I'm going again go. on it. Mm, no, no, go. no. I'll go on again later. Well, I, I, something happened there, and I can explain myself why I got okay. that wrong. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. Thank I you. like a man Thank that you. can uh, retract his comments. Uh, to finish up with the footy, um, do we want to talk about the All-Australian team? I don't really. Do you? Um, I just, yeah. 
No, no, I don't know why Errol wasn't in it, but that's fine. Errol Gordon, how good was Jake he on the weekend? Shrimp. It was he very was hard to watch. It was very hard to watch. Obviously, the Giants being my team, but then watching Errol run around, just wanted him to go mm. well. Wanted him mm. to get the Brownlow votes. Uh, not that they do that in the finals, but I wanted him to get the votes. But then also Giants to win, which is hard. Geez, he's looking good. He's looking quick with his haircut. He's a beautiful, skillful player. I can't wait to get him in the studio too. Hey, yeah, we'll let's. Move on to the segment the people are asking for. It's people who. People who. People who. We hate the things that these people do. Oh, Danny boy. few of these. Here we go. few this week. few of them. I'll let you go first. All right. Mine's, um, I think there'll be a lot of people out here. I know you're definitely one of these people. Um, people who can't drive a manual car. <laughs> like, what a pathetic thing not to be able to do. It's it's not hard to drive a manual car. <laughs> you'd never let me. I asked you to teach me oh. in your V8 Commodore, and you'd never let me do it. Mate, for so many reasons. One, you couldn't handle the horsepower that I had in that thing. And two, that you was- would grind the gears on it. You would have destroyed that car, mate. The, honestly, people who drive people who drive manual cars are piss hands. Mm. There is <laughs> no need. There is genuinely no need to drive a manual car. What What is the point of driving a manual? Honestly, mate, but you, you, you're literally going in and out of car zones. You can't. You, you're literally just playing with a joystick for like 45 minutes. As a passenger, being with someone driving a manual, it's like annoying. Almost like, can you please stop that? It's like the person's having a fit while they're trying to drive the car. You're like, what are you doing? You do not need no. to be moving that around so much. No, uh, there is just no need. I don't see it. Any, any need at all. What level. is the need? You drive them on a surface level, mate. There's nothing better than being behind a V8 beast or a truck, and you're actually driving the car. You're controlling the motor. You're actually, you're actually, you know, you're controlling this vehicle instead of just being on a surface level, sitting in it. Oh, put it in drive now. Leave it in drive for 40 minutes. No, chuck her in first. Rev it up a bit. Oh, oh now, it's great revs, though when you. It it's second. great though when you live in, in in inner city Melbourne driving a V8 Commodore, isn't it? I'm sure you really get <laughs> out of third gear every now and then, aren't you? Yeah, mate, you just you wouldn't understand because you can't drive a manual. What happens if, say, I had that V8 right? We're at the pub, we're sinking a few pots. I fall over, glass in my leg. You can't drive me to the hospital. Can you? No, well, if I've had one pot, I'm not going to be driving either. I'm going to be way over the limit. Okay, so say we have two waters. I fall over. <laughs> Glass in my leg. Can you drive me? I'd have to go to the toilet first. I'd have full bladder. <laughs> Such a piss ant. Yeah, you're right. I, I should know how to do it, but I still just don't see why there's any point of being able to, to drive a manual. I think they should be extinct. Um, <laughs> don't need them. I don't think they're valuable. <laughs> and Get rid of them. I don't think we need them. I think people who do it at show off. You're showing off, for one. Um, and no one cares. And you just stall in front of me. It's like, can you fucking move? Hurry up. You know what else is annoying even? Like those cars that turn off, they're like the eco cars that oh, turn off at the lot. And you're like, they're annoying. I'm telling you now, Wake up. you're using more petrol, turning that car yeah. on and off every fucking five seconds than I yeah. am just leaving mine on. I know. Anna's got one. And it's like, what is this car doing? Like we've been stopped for literally three seconds and you're sleeping on the job. Like you fucking wake up. A, you don't need to turn off. Yeah. You I'm literally, not I'm need literally to turn at a giveaway sign and you've just decided to shut up shop. Like don't. Fucking do that car. I'd love to get a Tesla. <laughs> so you could sit in the back seat. You would. Because you wouldn't you'd still get car sick in the back of your Tesla that drives you I like around. The, I'm all about the environment, you know that. You are. You would yeah. Do Teslas drive themselves? Uh don't know. I think so. That's I think they do. That, I wouldn't like that. All right. I'd get a manual Tesla. My people who this week, I've got something that's really grinding my gears. Mm. People who? Now, when I say this, we've spoken about a, a few different contexts of this. We've spoken about pe- people who order pints, not pots, okay? Mm. You don't need a big beer, for one, okay? T- turns into a warm soup. No one actually enjoys it. You've been a hero. Be honest with yourself. No yep. one likes 
pints, okay? Mm. Mm. Two, coffees. We've spoken about coffees. You can't have mockers. We, we, we know no. we're quite selective on what yeah, we want. No you get your coffee, you get it, and you get out of there. Yeah. So I'm combining the two today. Mm-hmm. One that's been really annoying me lately that I've, I'm seeing people order in front of me, large lattes. <laughs> that's what a lot of milk. the absolute fuck are you doing? Do you want a coffee? <laughs> Do you want a coffee? Do you want a milkshake? I'm not yeah. sure what you're doing. That is yeah. too much milk for one individual. You don't need a liter of milk and coffee in the morning. It actually yeah. makes you oh, feel sick. sick. <laughs> Getting, just go to your barista and ask if you can have one liter of milk, please. <laughs> you mind putting it in the microwave as well for a bit so it's nice that and warm. the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. It makes me feel sick in the morning. A big, big, nice, warm coffee that's a 1.5 liters. Go and suck that back. I want my it's coffee small. Milk. I want small. Nice little small heated coffee mm. in a small cup. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Normally I disagree, but that's that's great. Yeah, don't do too much milk. Thank you. Milk. You, you ruin everything for everyone, so don't do that. I'll get a tummy ache. So yeah, that's my people hoover this week. People who Man. order large coffees. Not needed. Fair enough. That's good, mate. Well, you like that. Hey, let's get into this. Piss Ants Anonymous. We don't have a stink for this yes. yet, so we'll do one once we're in the studio. But a um, lot, of, lot of piss ant behavior getting around. Um, Love shout these. out to, I went for a run on the weekend with a friend and I was chasing him around. He really set a pace and someone someone called me a piss ant on, um, on the beach there. So thank you to that person who, who saw That's me running great. and struggling and, and called me a piss ant. I took note <laughs> and I am a piss ant, so I was not running very quick. Here we go. James O'Malley, he reckons taking more than one trip with the food shopping from the car to your house is a piss ant thing to do. Oh, 100%. you got to yeah. cop every single bag and you've got to get in. You, you've got to nearly <laughs> you've nearly got to tear both your rotator cuffs off your shoulders getting into <laughs> yeah. the house. Okay, I don't I'm care. Yeah, I'd rather dislocate you. both shoulders and crack my coll- collarbones <laughs> than do back. two trips. I'm, with, I'm always on one trip. There could be 40 bags there and there's going to be <laughs> every bag will be in the house in one trip somehow. I remember um, when I was living with Jake, my housemate, um, in Sydney, and he'd like go to shopping sometimes, and he'd have like four bags, like not not a lot at all. Like it's easily done in one trip. He'd message me out the front, being like, "Hey man, can you come help me with the groceries?" <laughs> it's quite can a good boy with four bags. Can you, can you honestly fuck off? Okay, I, like you can do it yourself. You'll be totally see, fine. And, yeah, and see it as a challenge. I used to see it as a challenge. I used to like that. Yeah, try just get more bags at shopping because you know you're testing yourself when you get home. To bring him in the house. Should never, should never ask people to help you out with the shopping bags. You should take it as a personal challenge and uh, mm. and and really grow up. Yeah, exactly. All these photos out there. If you send us a photo of your shopping, you know, when you get home, we want to see as many bags as you can in one trip going into the house. Don't do multiple trips. So that's a very pissanny. Thank you, James, for seeing that in. Um, All right, I've got one. All right, I like this one, Danny. At NJ Shell on Instagram, my girlfriend thinks it's okay to eat pizza with a knife and fork. Is this a piss no. ant move? Question mark. Yeah, no, it's not okay. Neither. You should oh, never no, need oh, it. No, no, I, I, I don't mind it. Oh, no. on. <laughs> I don't mind Why? it. Are you serious? I don't mind this. It depends Why? on the pizza. It's, it's a re- no. Honestly, when you think about it, it depends on the pizza. We've had this chat before. If you're getting a wood fired pizza, like a good pizza, okay, you get that sucker up and you eat it. But if you're having a, a good shit pizza that's got like a shit ton of toppings, it's a little bit thicker, 
It's like your Pizza Hut style. It's like a nice, well-rounded, thick pizza. It's, or it's a completely different meal in itself. I would let you use a knife and fork with that. No, nah, never. You never can. I had pizza the other night, and I said, do you want a knife and fork? And I said, for what? Do you see a steak around here? Is there a nice premium ribeye <laughs> around me, Anna? Because I've got a pizza and I've got two hands. Get it away from me. No, never. I don't mind ever. this. I nah, don't mind this. don't like it at all. Play on. Um, hey, one more. Um, Sam. I think his last name, but thank you, Sam, for seeing this in. He says a good mate of his refuses to eat apples unless they are cut up. He says that it hurts his teeth too much and they and he ends up eating the core and pips by accident. And then he asks for your thoughts, Dill. <laughs> Cutting up apples is such like a, a, oh, a, a young kid thing to do. I've never, uh, never really thought about this one, if I'm completely honest. First glance, I don't mind it, but oh. I think he needs to grow up a little bit. This is a bit of yeah. a piss hand move. Yeah, it is. It's really I can like, eat an apple. Um, yeah, yeah, you don't need to cut up your apple, mate. Just eat it off the core, then throw the core away. Like that's just so much admin in cutting it up. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, cool. Hey, well, good to healthy you. discussions mm. though. We love this and we love learning what is what isn't because some of these, it's hard. You know, we don't know what they are and what they're not. So it's good to know from people, mm. and we love getting asked the questions. So thank you so much. Thanks. I tell you what, we do know how much we love GMZ. So play the sting. GMZ. GMZ. All right, bit of a recap. Last week, I obviously lifted wow. the absolute lid on the hot it's dogs. It's been and- an embarrassing, embarrassing time for yourself, my friend. Not at all. I lifted the lid on the hot dog saga, and then all of a sudden, Channel 7's posting about hot dogs. Um, you know, I broke that first, and then Channel 7 stole it from me. Uh, Channel 9 stole it as well. Um, oh, one thing I didn't discuss, um, and we didn't discuss actually, the AFL stole us. Um, talking about Jonesy being a medical sub and giving him a premiership if he can get one. Another thing stolen from us, but back to GMZ. Okay, I went hard on Clarko going to the Blues. And I was I was right. I'm not going to say I was wrong. I would never say I'm wrong. I was right. But the Blues, my sources tell me that the way that Carlton Reviews went and the handling of Teague, he said, no, nah, I'm not going there. Not after this. This has been an yeah. absolute shambles. I cannot go there. So he, he was there. He was there, and he was almost signed up, and then the way that the board unfortunately handled Teague, the review, he said, no, nah, I've, I've seen the look of this, and I don't want to borrow wow. this. I'm so sorry. So he'd rather take a year away instead of coaching the Blues. So very sad. Um, I'm, I'm probably more sad that I misinformed, not misinformed, let you down, GMZ fans, because I'm not about doing that. I'm about empowering you with Yeah, you did let everyone down. No, I didn't. I, I give you information, and, and to say sorry, here's a nice bit of new information that I've got. It's about trade rumours because they'll be coming up soon. Now, a high draft pick from the 2018 draft will leave the Gold Coast Suns this year. Going to formally request a trade, requesting a trade back <laughs> to Adelaide. How do you know this shit? I fucking know everything, mate. I am, I've got a finger on a pulse everywhere. This is this is from the source's mouth as well. Wow. Straight from the horse's mouth, if that's the saying. I'm telling you. Watch the trade space. High draft pick 2018, they're out. They're saying, I'm out of here, Gold Coast Suns. Thanks so much. We've seen this before with the high draft pick talent. I was definitely one of those. I set the tone for that move saying, I'm done, Gold Coast. I'm out of here. I'm taking my talents elsewhere. Um, obviously, they've seen that. And now this this player from 2018 draft is going to leave, wants to go home, fresh start, and watch this space. Wow. 
So you're not going to give a name. You're just going to. It's pretty obvious. Like that could be anyone. No, I think if you if you're cryptic enough, which my GMZ fans are, and they understand that it's a high draft pick from 2018 going back to Adelaide, they'll be they'll know what I'm talking about. Like you, you just wouldn't mm. get it because you're too busy on ABC iView trying to figure out, you know, how you can give someone a, a, an audio episode to listen to. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so they are fans, it? and it's not Sam Day either. Sam Day was not in the 2018 draft. He was in my draft. So don't come to me with Sam Day guesses. Just be cryptic enough, and you know, if you know, you know. I, you know, if you know, you know. We hate saying that, but you know. So what you're <laughs> saying, Dan, is is Hugh Greenwood, who just left Adelaide, is going back to Adelaide. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Hugh Greenwood is not going back to Adelaide. That's a good guess. That's Hugh Greenwood okay. left Adelaide to the Gold Coast. There's no way he'd now go Gold Coast back to Adelaide. Logistically nightmare for his family. Um, he's That's told not me what I'm hearing. Like, no, he's not going back to Adelaide. Well, well from what you've said, that's not what I'm hearing. No, no. If you're smart enough, you've worked it so out. Are you so saying Mitch Halla- are you saying Mitch Hallahan <laughs> is going to Adelaide? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, Mitch Hallahan's not going to Adelaide. Is um, it Danny Stanley? Him. No, it's not Danny Stanley. It's Josh Fraser. <laughs> okay. Josh Fraser's okay. going to Adelaide. Risk of telly, all the is boys Is it Greg there. Broughton? <laughs> it's not Greg Broughton. So there you are, guys. I've done it again. Okay. Watch that space. It's not Rory Thompson? No, not no, not Rory Thompson. Is it Rory either. Thompson? No. Okay, no, last no. one. It's Andrew Rains. <laughs> it's not Andrew Rains either. Good guesses, okay. though. Really, well, you're around the mark. Oh, yeah. I can't work out who it is, so that's fantastic. It's still... So thank you, guys. Um, I've done it again. Watch that space. When that gets confirmed, you can come back and, and throw me roses again. You've been so supportive about the Perth Grand Final, which I broke oh, probably about four years ago now. Um and we got that right as well. So thank you. I love you so much. And to say how much I love you, I'm going to sing you a song. I, I love you, GMZ fans, so much. I wish I was with you and I could kiss you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. The round review. Oh, they boy, oh, boy the that. smell of finals footy. Oh, how in. good is it? It's the oh, grass, the liniment. Better. The, nothing the, better. The sweat. Yeah, the sweat, the blood, the tears, the determination. Nothing better when you're at home and you turn on finals footy. You can feel the energy. You say, you, okay. You look at the screen. The you go, let's, yeah. it's, it's all or nothing today, boys. The yeah. season's up to this. And That's we it. fucking hate these blokes. That's it. And it's like when you're a supporter of Millwall, when you watch them play, when you watch your team play in finals, yes, you stand up and the Yeah, all the Beijing space flyers. Yeah. All the space flyers. Yeah, and the and the anthem's going, and you're standing there next to the boys, next to the TV, as if the camera yeah. was panning across and you, you on the ground. And you see Kyrie Irving there, standing there, yeah. still faced. Yeah. And you say, boys, line in the sand moment today. Yeah. Be loud in the warm-up. If they come around the same time when we're doing the warm-up in the square, do don't not fucking, fucking flinch. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> flinch. Okay? And you just say, oh, come on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so pretty convincing from the pair. Pretty convincing. Now, can I actually yep. ask a question? Why do they call Port Adelaide the pairs? I actually don't know why this is. Um, because in Alberton, the, you know, they, they, their home grounds in Alberton, uh, it was yeah, yes. actually a pear farm traditionally. Before they is that true? The, um, club there, yeah. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. How <laughs> much you must believe it? No, I don't know why I they was, called the pair. If, if Sam didn't nod, I literally was going to believe it 100%. <laughs> yeah, not sure. Not sure. Um, okay, we'll find us, that why out. Why is the pair? Um, I think that Geelong were definitely missing our boy Tom Stewart on the weekend. Massive difference. Mm. Everyone to see. He's, he's huge. But what about my mate, Mitchie Dunks, come back in. He misses probably you know half the season. He's a Rolls Royce. 
He's a Rolls Royce. He had about 50 in the first quarter. Yeah, he's a huge star. Isn't that interesting though? Like, and uh, chatted had Kane Corns on the potty this week. Had a chat with him about Port Adelaide, and we spoke about like you go back to when we were first starting, and and you could probably even comment on this more than me. Living in in Adelaide, mm. Port Adelaide, with all due respect, they were a bit of a dorky team. Like, and they literally were putting banners over seats. They couldn't get anyone mm. to the games. Their, their jump, they had no real heritage, had nothing there. You fast forward now, they've done mm. the rebrand. They've got mm. the in excess song going yeah. on. They're at Adelaide Oval, and they've nearly cool. got one of the biggest supporter bases in the AFL. And they are yeah. cool. It's a cool they club. Are. They're so intimidating. And being from Adelaide, Adelaide, like their culture, we used to play Sample Footy more because Sample probably set the tone for the AFL culture and how they are now. Going to Port Adelaide and Album, you're like, it's going to be fucking tough today. Like they are hard as shit. Like they are yeah. scary. And now you're seeing it now in the AFL. Like they are, you're right, they're a cool team. They got the song, they got the fans. It's a scary place to play footy. And I'm all, I'm all over them. I love them. I've, I've said multiple times they'll win the flag this year. Yeah, I love the pair farm. Yeah. I think that, I think they're pair because instead of saying power, you go power. Um, I think that's actually it. On. <laughs> now, that's it. With Port, do you think they're the biggest team in Adelaide now? Kane Corns thinks they are. Bigger than Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Adelaide are, are rebuilding. They won't be anywhere for a couple of years. No, but just saying in terms of like supporters and coolness and everything, do you think they're the, they're the biggest club? You know what? They're so like, it's like Adelaide's the good the good good boy in the family and they're like Port's the bad boy. Ooh, fair to say that I don't think that's true. Um, no, like the, like the bad boy image, like it's cool, like because they're cool now and they're bad, like they got that bad boy mentality. So everyone's right. like, oh, that's cool. Right. But Adelaide think, would uh, have to have the yeah. most off-field indiscretions of any club. That they, they, they <laughs> seem to. So I don't know Adelaide. how they're the good boys in this. No, it's just the way they are. Like in Adelaide, I don't know. You're not from Adelaide, mate. You've never been there. You get bashed there. No, we no. Just, we'd destroy you in Adelaide. You wouldn't know what it's no, like to I've, be there. I've heard that. I've heard that a lot. And people threaten me. Yeah. They said, don't. You stay in Adelaide, you piss ant. I say, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, Orazio Fantasia, he was unreal. Man of the match. Jesus, so many. I love watching Zach Butters play. He's an absolute barometer for them. But, yeah, Ollie Wines was obviously quite sensational. But there was mm. something very special that happened. And even though the Cats couldn't get up for us, it was really special for them to finish on the mm. on the 43 points. And let's not let's not be silly here. Let's not be yeah. joking around. But that was obviously a little odor and a little tip of the hat respect to me, just a little salute yeah. to Dylan Buckley saying, thank you very much. We'll kick 43 points and, and we'll just say thanks to you and your friendship and, and we'll get into next week and try again. Yeah, you're right. Like they obviously knew that they weren't going to win, but they obviously had an internal discussion at three-quarter time and said, well, the least we can do here is get the 43 um, just to pay tribute to Dill for being yeah. our mate. And, and do you and think, you that's, where, do you think that's where it stops? Because it's funny if you think that's where it stops. Okay, where's it go? Because then you look at my new friends, Port Adelaide, who I'm making friends with at the moment, and they could have smoked them even more. And they say, you know what? Let's win by 43 points. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now they're your mates as well. <laughs> so <laughs> do you think they pulled the pins back and said, let's just get to 43 no more, just to tip the hat to do and say a little bit of respect? Yeah. They did. A little bit, yeah. And that's just because you're mates with everyone out there. As you said at the start of this, of this episode, like it's it's hard for you watching these games knowing that you are mates with them and some of your mates will go home when they lose these finals. So I can It's a win-win for me because like. in one aspect, I'm always going to be, you know, happy, but then I'm always always going to be the good friend that's out of support as well. So um, yeah. when things yeah. don't go to plan. So yeah. beautiful. Oh, it's nice for you. Hey, Moving on to the next game. Absolute fucking ripper this was. 
Yeah. Sydney Giants. That's that's what we this is finals footy in a nutshell. In Launceston. I was wrong. Sorry everyone about um Launceston finals. I said last week yeah. I didn't think it'd be a good spectacle. I'm a bloody idiot. Don't listen to me ever again. Yep. I'm Thank so you. sorry. That was awesome down there. Tazzy, and you're the unofficial ambassador down there. Tazzy, you I rolled am. out for these finals. Uh, Toby Green, it was obviously the, uh, he was elite. He was good. We spoke about him earlier. Um, do you want to talk about any more? You're going to cry again? No, no, I think we move on. Nothing to see here. I don't think it should even have been replayed. So I'm not sure what's uh, going on. Um, Isaac yeah. Heaney was a very, very good player. Buddy Franklin nearly kicked one to put them back in front in the last quarter. Mm. Um, unfortunately, Mr. T. Hickey put his hand up for the leadership spot again. He's been unbelievable. Some of his ground yeah. balls have been fantastic. But it's our boy, Jake Stein, mm. and it is pronounced Stein, which is actually quite funny because his family name, so everyone's been saying, you know, Jake Stein literally had been on this for four years, was down and out. He was the first person to say he was looked like he wasn't getting a game. He's come in these last three weeks and he has set the absolute tone off mm. it. He's dominating. He had 10 disposers in the first quarter and finished Huge. with 13. So let's just say, <laughs> that is, if that's not setting the tone, yeah. if that's not setting the tone, that's I don't great. know what it is. It's rocking up, setting the tone, saying, hey, I'm going to get 10 five intercept possessions in the first quarter. <laughs> then I'll actually touch it three more times after that. It, his job is done. That's that's all he needs to do. Yeah. Now, everyone's yeah. saying to me, is it Jake Steen or Stein? His family name is Jake Steen, but he prefers Stein. Well, you can't do that. Is that weird? So he just like he prefers it, you know, saying Stein instead of Steen. He pref- like so his family name is Jake Steen, but he yeah. prefers Steiny. Well, that's 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 like me saying, "Hey, my name's Daniel, but could be Massive Legend," like, because I prefer it. <laughs> like, it's just isn't that the same thing? Hey, call me I absolute mad dog because I'd, I'd prefer that over Daniel. One thing I actually do call um, Steiny is stories. Story Steins. I used to catch um, when I was in Sydney, he used to pick me up and we'd go to training in the morning. And mm. look, I'm I'm well aware that I can tell some shit stories. But yeah, our man can. Jake Stein, you'd get in the car with him at 7.30am <laughs> going to pre-season and he'd start a story and it would take him the whole time from pick up to drop off to tell me the story of what was happening. And by the end of we get out of the car, I'm like, I genuinely still have no fucking idea what the point of that actual story was and why you told that to me. So his nickname Story Stein. Um, Stories. If you, if anyone wants to get out there, and, and even if you want to ask him a, a, to tell a story, um, I don't know how they start, and I don't know how they end. They are the worst <laughs> stories of all time. We'll have to get him on maybe to tell one story time um, at the end of the show as well to really just put us to sleep. That is something that puts you to sleep. His stories. So I, I genuinely think at the moment he's playing so well because he's telling his opponent's stories and they're just they're falling asleep halfway through the game. <laughs> it's a it's a bold tactic and obviously it's working. You know he's obviously down that fullback telling him these terrible stories and they're like oh mate just, I'm just going mate, to sleep mate they just Both get like halfway through the uh, like literally to the end of the game they're like please just get away from me like I can't <laughs> hear that story again so man of the match big shout out to Steiny and look we're not doing mm. a list cog of the week this week but I'm putting the hand up to say it right now can we get him mm. on as the emergency of the list cog of the year team <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later about what we okay. need out of that medical sub because I think it's important yeah. that we you know have bigger Good. criteria for that um, right. Melbourne Brizzy, Melbourne, the, mate, that train just keeps on rolling. They steam through Brisbane like a hot knife through butter. Petrarca, mate, he's so we say this, we say this about everyone. We say they're so good, but he actually is a genuine a lister of the game. He's a star. Yeah, he is. Thirty yep. plus, dusty like. Um, Neil Neil had forty six. That's a lot of touches still. Try to drag him over the line. Couldn't do it. Bailey Fritch, our boy Bailey, the hair doesn't move. Bailey Fritch kicked four. He's up and about. Yep. 
which is huge by him. He's got, yeah, Charlie Cameron, five as well. Um, but apart from that, it was pretty straightforward for Melbourne. They're, they're, they're the real deal, I think, now. I think they'd be the favourites, surely. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, the momentum is looking very, very high with this one. Lockie Moore, who is a big fan of the show, wrote us a good one. We didn't mind this. Now, he reckons that James Harms, who's a friend of the show, mm. looks like yes. he's the older brother of Jimmy Spargo, which is Charlie <laughs> Spargo. I don't mind yeah. this. I don't mind this pickup. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Bit of ja- yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll take bit it. Bit of That's Jimmy good. about that. Yeah, yeah a bit of bad. Jimmy in there. Bad good on you, Charlie, as well. Uh, Western Bulldogs, oh. Essendon. This was, this was a... A doozy, yeah. huge first, uh, huge, huge win from the doggies. They were down and out. They'd lost the last three and they needed to get some things going and they did. They flicked the switch. Mm, they did. Yeah, they did. And look, I said that. So I got no tips right this week. So I thought Nesson were going to beat the doggies. They got absolutely pants, but at least our favourite son, Sammy Draper, you know, list clogger royalty, he dominated. And that's all yep. we take away from that. So good on him. Cody Waitman kicked four. Star. He was lively. Really loved what he did. A lot of a lot of people abusing him after the game, which is just not on. Don't don't yeah, shut up forward. your face. Don't shut up don't your face. Do that. Don't be don't be that kind of person. Don't be like, no. you know, anti vaxxer vibes. Don't do that. Don't be anti Cody Waitman. Yeah, don't do He's that. He's an That's absolute star. He kicks four straight. Who cares how they game, mate? He has to kick him. If you're getting right. a free kick on the field, you're not gonna say, Hey, here, have it back. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah, hey, um, sorry, well, that I'm was actually anyway. a bad call. Have this back. No, um, Aaron Norton was very good. You Yeah, I'm actually mates with him, man. This will be good. How? So maybe I'll talk about him because I'm actually mates with him. Mm-hmm. What did you do? How did you come across him once in Coles? Yeah, we had we actually had sushi together once. No, you didn't. You know, sushi Park. together. Yeah, we did. We no, we did have sushi at the same place. No, 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 we had sushi together. We were walking. He was new to Albert Park. He goes, "Mate, what are you doing? What are you doing, Dill? You're the you know you're the man, Stewart brother." I said, "Yeah, be a big fan." <laughs> Astro, Astro Norts, because that's what I call him. The Dark. Cool, Astro um, World. That's another nickname I call him. And mm. I said, man, I'm just going to get some sushi. Um, he goes, I love sushi. Do you mind if I pop along with you? I said, mate, of course, 100%. We went down, had some sushi. Great times. He was on the deal with friends last week. So, yeah, um, fair to say we're really good mates. And Jeezy uh, was good. Yeah. Again, again, that's just a credit to you being mates with everyone, mate. So, congrats <laughs> on that. I mean, you are, like you said, you're the man. Um, and you make mates with everyone. So, good on you. Um, man of the match. Who was the man of the match of this? Um Draper. Yeah, Drapes is good, but we'll have to go with someone that won the actual game. I will say the man of the match for the Bulldogs was... Libble was good. Mm-hmm. Libble was good. Yeah. Libble Waitman. I like Waitman. Yeah, okay. Now, winners and losers, this will be a short one. Let's uh, quickly sting it. <laughs> oh, you big sucks. Humming through this, winners of the week, I'm going to have to go with... Port. I think just because that was a big game for them, um, winning at crowd, they looked they didn't never really look like losing. To be honest, it was a massive, massive win for them. So I think it's going to be huge, and I'm pretty sure it's all up in the air with how the fixture is working. But the latest I check, I'm 99 percent sure that they get a home prelim. Um, who Port? Yeah, I think Port do. They do, and so yeah, Port get a, a home prelim, and then Brizzy get a home final this week. I think it's very confusing with COVID, but yeah, Port uh, Port's mine as well. My, they um. Did you pick one? Yeah, yeah. He did. Port, uh, port of mine. Correct. They absolutely killed the cats. Yeah, it was easy, easy work for them. So port of my winner this week. Uh, losers. I'm gonna have to go with Essendon, even though man drapes. It was big game for them. They could have really changed things. Hadn't won a final mm. in 
X amount of days, and and I I I I'm not saying this in a in a bad way at all, but now I feel sorry for him because that's got to live on again. That's the only thing Carlton supporters can hold over Essendon at the moment is that they haven't won a final in longer than Carlton, <laughs> even though Carlton have been so much shitter than them for the whole time. <laughs> so take it. I think that, that that like they would have been the happiest people on earth yeah. watching that game I'll, on the weekend. Take any win. That's a win. Um, my loser is going to be – I'm going to do the Swans because they should have won that game. They had so many shots in that last quarter. They controlled it. They've been great all year. I think they what, just missed out the four-by game or so. They should have won that game there in Tassie. They'll be kicking themselves. So the Swans are my loser this week. And just to recap last week's <laughs> just nah, to recap to. All last good. week's tips. Oh good. You nah. I, I got three out of four. So I got the Geelong oh, one work. wrong. Yeah. Um tip the Giants, tip Melbourne, tip the dogs. Easy, you, easy ones to pick. You got zero out of four. Yeah. And then I can explain them because unlike you, I actually go out and put my 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 pride in the line and you just play it safe. Um, and that's the difference. No, that's not what I. tipping. That's not how tipping works. Tipping is yep. just you tip who you think's going to no, win. It's not no, putting it's any about pride. pride. It's just, you know, you were very concerned. Not nothing in your to tips. do with pride. Oh, it's I got was nothing so to do with courageous. Pride. I had so much pride in the line, and that's why I got zero or four. And guess what? Again, guys, I'll put my pride again on the line, and I'll double down this week with my tips. Good. All right, let's get into it now then. Giants and Geelong, who's winning this game next week? Jeremy Cameron will be back up against the Giants. I'm not sure if this is – I think this is the first time that he'll play against them. And I've said this earlier, Sam Taylor is one of the hardest opponents he's played on, and uh, okay. this will be a big one. Okay, how did they go in internal practice games against each other? Who used to win them? Early, early on, Jezza was still kicking goals, but that was in yep. – the first two years of Sam's career. I, I think this is honestly going to be a massive matchup. Jeremy Cameron's got to be one of the hardest players to play on just because he works so hard. Yeah. Did you see how I'm tough going. he is? Like, did you, did you see how tough Jeremy Cameron is? Like, some yeah, of the contests he, he goes into on the weekend is crazy. Yeah. But you know what? Unpopular opinion on that. Dersma very courageous going back with the flight. I, I actually argue that it's harder to run with the flight of the ball when you know someone's coming at you rather than going back with the flight. Mm, so it's more courageous going forward to someone coming back. So if you're running at the ball at full pace and you see mm. someone coming back at you full pace, you you know someone's coming, the ball's coming directly at you and you've got someone behind you and it's going to be a massive collision. No, when you're running back with a flight, no. you almost save yourself because you don't know what's coming. And it's harder, it's easier to commit. No, listen, it's easier to commit. When you're running at full pace, running with it, you know everything that's coming. That's because as a power forward of the game, your eyes absolutely light I'm not up taking, when someone's... No, I'm not taking this from you because you've never run back with a fly in your life, Mate, so you wouldn't when understand. When someone's coming back and as a power forward you see him and you're leading out, you just lick your lips and you say, oh, come to dad because I'm going to absolutely split you open. Now, I never did that, but I could imagine that's what they'd, they'd be saying in their heads. Thinking. Yeah, okay, yeah, done. So who yeah. are you going with this, Geelong or Giants? Oh, well, with all that being said, probably Geelong now because Jeremy's so courageous. So many mates playing in this game, it's actually hard to pick. But yeah, oh, yeah, it is. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to go to the Giants this week. Uh, uh, next, okay. we have move on. We have Brizzy and the Doggies. It will be a very, very good game. Charlie Cameron and Waitman, two very exciting forwards that will be up there. But I must admit, Charlie Cameron is one of the most exciting players in the AFL at the moment. Danaher Nort, um, and Norton going head-to-head. Bont and Neal and uh, Hugh McCluggage and, and Bailey Smith on the wing. So there's some big, big matchups that will be 
really going ahead. Um, this is a this is a massive game because I could have seen both these teams playing in the grand final. Who who wins this? Um, are the Gabba Brizzy win this? I think I think they win it quite easily. I'm confident. It's crazy. That. I, I just don't. I think Brisbane have so much firepower, and back at home, I don't know how you stop them all. So if Brizzy, the winner out of all right, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. Look, just to make it interesting, I'm going to say the Western Bulldogs. But if the winner of Brisbane and the Lions will go and play Port Adelaide. Port in Port in Adelaide. Yeah, and then the winner of the Giants and Cats will go and play Melbourne. Melbourne, yeah. In Perth. Yeah, yeah, correct. I think think the grand final's set already. Melbourne Port? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I can't yeah. see it's going to be hard. That I actually didn't mind having the buy this week before, like no buy before the finals, because it actually puts it does benefit the teams that are at the top of the ladder, which deserve it more than anyone. So instead mm. of everyone being refreshed going in, Port and Melbourne and the actual teams that get the week off and, and really get to freshen up. So very mm. exciting times. Now list cog of the week. Obviously, Lockie Henderson joined the team last week in the final spot, but I'm putting the hand up for Jake Stein to come on as on as an, an emergency. In the, in the list. And we can keep adding three emergencies to the end of the year as well. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. And then let's just talk about this role and the preparation that goes into it because you and I have been in this position where the coach comes to you and says, listen, now most likely you're not going to play, but I want you to prepare as if you are. So that means eating your spaghetti. So strange. Eating, eating two kilos of spaghetti. That means downing 44 Gatorades. That means you know your opponent that you're not going to play on inside and out. Okay, and then you do all this. It means this. you rock up to the game three hours early and you get st- your yeah. ankles strapped. It means you get your ankles strapped and then it means as soon as the bounce runs out, you have to take your ankle strapping off, which, as yeah. we know, is the worst thing that we can possibly do. Yeah, so you're mentally preparing and physically, I guess, with the pasta and the Gatorades, like that takes its toll on your body, like especially in away games where it's an all-you-can-eat buffet, uh, you know, you're a medi-sub, you know you're not going to play. So you absolutely, you absolutely load up on bread rolls, pasta, pork. So this role is important. We need someone who's going to eat the pasta, have the Gatorades, know the pl- the player they're not playing on. We and need reckon- someone sitting there when you're in the final team meeting going, yeah, I'm with you boys. We're about to run out and play. <laughs> when in their right mind, they know 100% there is zero chance of them actually getting out there. and playing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And when, you know, and the coach will pump them up saying, you know, he's ready. He wants to play. He's ready to go. So make sure we get prepared. And that put, you never want to go away. Like as a medi sub, you don't want to be out there. Oh, mate, to be honest, I love – like, if, if I was still playing footy now, I genuinely reckon my favourite position would be the medi-sub. You literally get to be a part of it. You do the warm-up. You're out in the field. But you just There's no stress. There's no anxiety. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll come on if they need me in the last quarter for five minutes. If I come on and get one touch, it doesn't matter. I was on for five minutes. If I come out and kick three goals, wow, what a good job. <laughs> like, it's a win-win. There is, there is no losing to, to being the medi-sub. We saw Sam Pepper come on as a medi-sub uh, for the Mighty Pears, the Pear Farms, and he comes on and absolutely, everyone's absolutely cooked. He comes on, he's running around everywhere, kicks two, has about 10 possessions, dominates, and um, that's exactly how it's meant to be done. So hopefully he gets a full game next week. We love yeah. we love Sammy Pepper. There's nothing better than seeing that energy, and you know where they are straight away because they're the only bloke who's going at 32 clicks an hour around the ball when everyone else is absolutely spent. So good. Well, let's, so definitely, good. Uh, let's definitely – let's definitely – 
pick three emergencies, I reckon, to come into the team. And then at the final mm. game, the grand final this year, we'll officially announce captain, the vice captain, and then the medi sub as well. Yeah. And, and just confirm all the positions because uh, obviously at the moment we've been setting it as it's gone, but I reckon we'll actually get to play around with the board and, yeah. uh, and really finalise it all. And I guess we'll have to tell those medi subs as well, like 100% you're not coming on, but please prepare as if you would be. Like you, I think you, that we're we going to actually you have on to- the field. <laughs> I think they were actually going to have to have the call with them live on yeah. the show, letting yeah. them know. And 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 and, all, and I would both been there many times. I reckon I could w- recite word for word what <laughs> Leon Cameron said. used to say to me. Mm. <laughs> exactly yeah. what he used to say, and we'll pass that on to the boys. Yeah, mate, you're stiff. Yeah. You're stiff, but we need you, you to prepare. Like you're going to play. Yeah, you've just been stiff. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, Davo could go down tomorrow tonight at home. Watching the footy, doing nothing. He could, he could step on some glass. He could roll his ankle, and if he does, have you have you had your pasta? Have you had your four Gatorades? Your ankles are strapped, then great, we'll need you. So just prepare as if you would. Love it. All right, it's that time of the episode mm. where the community comes together. And I must just say a quick shout out to everyone. Thank you so much for the love, support, kindness, and just eyes and ears that you've been giving me over this last six yeah. months. It's really, it's really honestly been a dream to be a part of your lives. And 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 not just be in your ears on on the List Cloggers podcast or Dylan Friends, but to be with you while you're listening to yeah. Up and Vanished. Yeah. I want to be with you while you're watching Netflix and you feel like I'm, I'm there sitting with you on the couch. Hanging Thanks. out. And, and as guys, friends. we're not far that's, off. Because that's what getting... we're sorry, your Legos over there. <laughs> Sorry, we're actually getting Your Lego um, is in the corner. We're getting a better betting sponsor for this segment because we just know that instead of people, if you if you're driving right now and listening to this, please pull over. We've had a lot of people text in saying, "Look, so they were driving, they almost." So what had I'm going to say, Dan, is off, it's just so been an honour to be with you in if your car, be this, with you in your lounge rooms, in your bedrooms, driving. and just being by your side to be listening. So obviously, up and vanished. Uh, was a podcast last week I gave out. Plenty of, uh, you know, we had a, a lot of people even reshare that into Liz Clock's BTR today on the Instagram and, and we did Love that. Check. So it was fantastic to have them there. Yeah. But this week, um, I check. thought I'd really give you a good one. Now, you know I love my American sports, as we've already covered today. <laughs> there is a podcast uh, and a do- there's also a podcast and also a Netflix special on this person. So let me just take you back to Aaron Hernandez who played for the the Patriots um, actually in the NFL. This is one of the most incredible stories you will hear. Now, just to put this into the comparison, if you're in Australia, this is like, you know, your bloody – who could you say this is, Dan? You're a big in NFL. You love the Patriots. Who would you put the equivalent sorry, just, of this into? Sorry, I just woke up. Would you ask me? <laughs> now, this <laughs> – it's be. like it's like literally say it's like it's like a gun recruit so a high draft pick who's dominating the first two years. It's like Sammy Walsh. Yes, and he's coming and he's playing, playing with dominated. Tom Brady. He's playing yeah. with all these guys that the Gronk, everyone. He's there with Bill Belichick. He's playing there. Anyway, his name's Aaron Hernandez. He comes from Florida, um, if my memory forget, uh serves me right. And yep, basically he's grown up in a quite a tough um neighborhood, had a tough upbringing, and this guy is an absolute thug. He mm. I don't want to spoil the doco for you, I haven't seen it already, but he is involved in some very serious crimes whilst playing NFL and he's committing these crimes and then going out on the weekend signing hundreds of thousands and millions of dollar deals the next week with with the Patriots. It's unbelievable. Long story short, he he does end up uh, incarcerated, but I will 
put it in there of what happens. It's, it's unbelievable. There's a podcast version of this. There's also the the series on Netflix as well. It's called Aaron Hernandez Documentary, Killer Inside the Mind of Aaron Hernandez. But yeah, played for the Patriots alongside Tom Brady in 2010 to 20, 2012. Um, and it is one of the craziest docos I've seen. So I cannot recommend this one enough. Is that it? That's it. Fuck, man. I just hurt my neck. <laughs> They got a kink in my neck from sleeping. Also, a as well, I that. wanted to let you guys know, oh. you guys and girls listening out there, know next week I'm going to be watching White Lotus. I've had so many of the 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 uh, Priority Pick fans in here saying, "Dill, get on White Lotus. We need a review of White Lotus. Talk about it." I'll be honest, I haven't seen this yet, but I'm going to watch it this week. I'm going to get it going. So if you've already watched uh, Aaron Hernandez and you you bang that out in a day, which I'm sure you will, jump on White Lotus next. And we will review that together next week if it's any good. Oh, I just love the community and I just cannot thank you enough again, everyone, for for jumping on board and, and sending me all the lovely messages and, and the requests. And uh, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone out there because it's why I get up in the morning. It's why I come to work and um, you are what makes this show. So, again, thank you so much for all your love and support. And uh, I'm thinking of you always in yeah. my mind, in my heart. Yeah, thanks, Jill. It's great. Thank you again, mate. We say it every week. Thanks for yeah, letting us Yeah, and just thanks for everyone relax. to joining us this week. We cannot thank you enough. Yeah, stick so fat, tired uh, now. Stick fat, everyone. It's, uh, it's so been sleepy. shit especially in Victoria. Hopefully uh, we hear some good news soon. To everyone else around Australia, get out there and make the most of it because you know what? You never know when your time's up. Do you, Dan? <laughs> Live each day <laughs> like it's your last. That's what I always do, and I always go, oh, come on. <laughs> when we get out of lockdown, I'm just going to give the big ha ha. Mate, nothing better. I'm with you. When we're out of lockdown, let's just go see some list cloggers and just on count of three, one, two, three, go on. Oh. Uh, also as well, just a side note, we will be reading out our favorite reviews next week. So jump on uh, Apple Podcasts. I think that's where you can leave the best review or Wooshka, mm. wherever you listen, but you can't do it on Spotify, unfortunately. But jump on Apple and leave us a review. We'll be reading out our best ones next week. We'd really, really Really appreciate it. You don't understand how much it helps if you subscribe, follow, um, and leave reviews for the show. So that'd be absolutely massive. And we love you all, and we will see you next week. Ciao. Jackie